It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Welcome back. <laughs> Got another full studio. I'm excited about this. I like this. I kind of dig on this, uh, you know, performing thing. We need, like, we need bleachers. Though. We're straight That's up on we stage need. right now. <laughs> we, need, we need bleachers. What we need is bleachers facing the window so everyone can be outside because ah. I don't want everybody to know, you know, when I sit here and go... Okay, everything's gonna be fine. I think I, I just, you know, and I have your, my moments. All your affirmations before needs, we start. Yeah, that, that's behind the curtain. That's behind the curtain. So, uh, you know, this is a whole new brand of radio for me, Terrence. I like it. It's, you know, you, you, you can like it. It's fine. You're gonna allow that? I'm also preoccupied because I get my wisdom teeth out tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm all right. He's a little stressed about I'm it. I'm a little stressed about that. Understandably, I don't have any wisdom teeth because I'm smart enough. I was born without them. Is that how it works? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> All right. Started that early. No, yeah. I had one out, and it was... Um, you had only one? Yeah, I still have the other three. It was excruciating. Are you having all four at the same time? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Forget it. Why Don't not? make it worse. Why I'm was not, it excruciating? <laughs> I'm not making fine. it worse. What uh, happened? Well, it was very painful. Well, okay. Um, I had thank to do you a for, lot of... Yes, thank you for clarifying. No, the weird, honestly, the <laughs> weirdest thing about it was... Um, just putting my tongue back there and filling that weird gap with no, with uh, nothing there. And yeah. so I thought I was okay, and I um, started to eat something, yeah. and it started tasting really salty and yeah. kind of like iron. Right. And I was like, I just completely opened up the wound again. Yeah. And so they had to go in and fix it again, and then having everything packed in and pulled out. And, and okay, so it's excruciating because it's your fault. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's fine. I yeah. don't care about it was, that. It wasn't very fun. Well, but yours, yours, yours obviously were not uh, through the skin. They were impacted. Right. Right. So his are not. His are correct? like full grown. Yeah, mine are out, dude. They're just pulling teeth out. Oh, it's not bad then. You'll be fine. Stop whining. You'll be fine. First of all, I'm not complaining. No, I didn't say complaining. I said, said whining. whining. First of all, I'm not whining. <laughs> First of all, I'm not whatever you just said. Whatever you just called me. I, I mean, look, it'll be fine, but I'm still nervous about it. I just don't want to deal with it because it's going to be a pain in the tooth. But no, every, everything's all grown in and everything's fine. It's just I can't clean very well back there, uh, so now yeah. I have cavities, oh, and yeah. that's kind of spreading, mm-hmm. and uh, this whole kind of a deal. So my dentist is like, you need to get these things out, and like three years later, I can finally afford to get them out. Yeah, uh, so, okay. Mainly because Taryn has dental insurance. So is there now going to be some YouTubes of afterwards? I was about to no, ask the because, same question. So, <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely yes. not. There be, would have been. There would have. I'm not going but, under because since oh. they're all they're all in. Right. Nothing's. There's no surgery. They're just yanking. Right. Um. It's just going to be a local with some gas. Man, I'll be fine. Where's the fun in that? Well, because I have I have a anxiety about going under. You know what I mean? I have kind of a lot of like surgery anxiety because for my surgery and, yeah. and last time I was under a couple of years ago, I came out apparently cursing a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was like, ah, I just I don't know. I was very nervous going in there. I was very nervous about mm-hmm. what I would say coming out. 
<laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, this is going to be weird. I'm going to say some things I don't want to say. I'm sure, right? Because I, I have a lot of walls, <laughs> uh, I have a lot of mental walls and, and filters, and who knows what I'm going to say. The right. nurses had to ask him to stop. <laughs> they were like, yeah. "This is you're in a public place. There, are, there are children around." <laughs> I wish they were recording it. I That's know. The first thing, it's the first yeah. thing I remember coming out of the anesthesia. Is, is hearing the lady go, I'm going to ask you to stop talking. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so terrible. I'm so sorry. You were very apologetic as well, but. I get that way, too. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm a little, uh, you know, I'm a little preoccupied. But uh, no, it'll be fine I'll for bring sure. I'll soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. It'll be fine. It'll be fine, right? Yes. Uh, hey, everybody. This is Ears Up. We talk about Disneyland, not dental mishap. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff. If you listen to us on iTunes, or hey, even if you don't, uh, these days Apple makes you have iTunes, so you everyone has access to it, I'm sure. Uh, do us a favor and just throw a rating up there. That'd be really cool of you. It'd be, uh, it'd be helpful for us. Uh, find us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, if you have feedback on the show, that goes to Taryn. If you have any compliments for Terrence or for anybody in general, uh, those go to Terrence. Uh, you can say hi, hi to Bev. And you can send anything else to Jason at Ears Up Podcast. Ears Up, excuse me, Ears Up Hyphen Podcast dot com, uh, and that goes for everybody too. See, I'm I'm, I'm a little nervous. Uh, don't forget to check out the blog. We have some you know cool Disney stuff and you know whatever. We recently got uh, uh, relinked to in another article about the skeletons of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, really? That's kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, if you want to support the show, which, you know, is questionable, I'm sure, uh, hit the Amazon link and do all your Amazon shopping through the Amazon link. That that helps us a very little bit, uh, but it does help, and I uh, appreciate that. It's no extra cost to you, and uh, everyone's happy. Uh, we also take reoccurring donations and, you know, single donations. That's fine, too. You buy some Cove Ears, go to getcoveears.com. You can also get some churro shirts over on Cove Ears or on Tee Public. You can search uh, churro shirts and now our brand-new turkey leg shirts. Or just search Ears Up and, and we come up there, too. And then also Lulu, who is the lovely and talented artist who did both of those shirts, she has a shirt called Beer Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a little sad, depressed uh, beer bottle, and uh, I really like it. <laughs> uh, Taryn, do we have any feedback? Brah? Yep. Bruh? We do. What's up with your feedback, brah? Our first one is from Blobber Glop. I like That's that guy. That's his real name. I like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think Luigi's new ride looks awesome. Uh, I look forward to it very much. Also, you complain a lot that Disneyland doesn't try new things, and then all agree a Luigi teacup ride is a good idea. Three question marks. It's a good point. I think he means it's not a good idea? No. He's saying we complain that Disneyland doesn't try new things, and then we all agree that a uh, – oh, did I, maybe I said it wrong – that we all agree that Luigi teacup ride is a good idea. So we all say that the teacup ride's a great idea, mm-hmm. but then we complain that Disneyland doesn't have any good new ideas. And obviously that's not a new a idea. New idea, right? Oh, oh I get what he's saying. Okay, yeah. was it just me? We we no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. He's the first as well. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are on the level of blobber glop. Um, uh, he, okay. he says, "I'm just saying." Okay. That's how he finishes. And Simply this remarking. is from your friend, your friend from Hoth. Because he's like eight hours north of like the Montreal airport yeah. in Canada. He actually so, is in Hoth. Yeah. So yeah, to exactly. Get, just so to get to uh, to get, get together West Coast, he has to. It's like a two day trip. He has to drive for eight bloody hours to the airport, sleep overnight, fly to Chicago, and then jump over to Anaheim. Yeah. That's a lot of travel. And he's done that, I think, now four times. Yeah. <laughs> 
in like four years. That's insane. Yeah, he's crazy, but we love him. He lives underground. He's More a gold. He's a gold miner. He's a gopher, yeah. More? Yeah, he's something like that. Uh, oh gosh, where's my thing? Oh no. Wait, I have another one. Sorry, you you go ahead and do that while I'm trying to find oh, the thing. Okay, cool. Finish. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks. Uh, the next one is from uh, Travis, and uh, I was going to say his last name, but then I realized I don't say last names. Uh, he says, I have a question for the show. Uh, if you could create a new restaurant in either Disneyland or DCA, what would you create, and how would you theme it? I feel there's some lackluster dining options at both parks. Terrence, go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of on the spot, right? Uh, uh-huh. Totally on the spot. Um, <laughs> I would create... Are you an Imagineer or are you not an Imagineer? Uh, I'm not. Obviously. He's an Imaginary year. <laughs> that was such a. Say it again because I wasn't listening. Uh, he wants to know if we could create a new restaurant in either Disneyland or DCA, what would we create and how would we theme it? Pick me. Okay, pick me. go, Beth. Okay, I would create a restaurant. <laughs> About that, Harry Potter. That only served fried things and I would make the outside look like a double wide. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Themed and okay. delicious. Is it called Bev's what? favorite place it's ever? Bev's house. <laughs> if you if you don't have money to eat, can you just bring recycling? <laughs> yes, yes, you can. It's a barter system. Okay, good. Oh, Sounds wonderful. Wow. Taryn, do you have an entry in this mess? Well, so the first thing I thought of was my idea back in the day. When, I forget what we were doing, but when I came young, up with Rafiki, Rafiki's uh, Zen Den, yeah. yeah, where you could yeah. get like healthy snacks yeah. and. Ha- <laughs> and hang out and uh, smoothies and, yeah, and things yoga like that. And, you know, but it's Pilates. all it's like it's like Rafiki's pad. Well, I think I that'd still be, like that. I think that'd be fine. You should have daily yoga, so then all the people who wear yoga pants <laughs> to the park, so. there's actually a function for them. You you should be there, and you should be handing out pamphlets to all of them. I will, yes. Pay me to interrupt. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Go ahead. Yes. So is that your? Uh, That's mine. Okay, Terrence. Yeah, I. I, I have nothing good besides having an actual restaurant inside of the Haunted Mansion. I would have it in the uh, dining hall scene. I'd have it look exactly like that. Um, and Yes. Go ahead. And it would look just like the dining room scene, but it would be inside the Haunted Mansion itself. I read a story, uh, and I actually forgot to include it in Disney News tonight, um, that in Walt Disney World, they're opening a bar at Tower of Terror. Really? really? Yeah. That's cool. That's not bad. That's really awesome. That's I think it's great. Bad. Good Vomit work. On that ride now is you going might to like the ride. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's true. Uh, what would I do? To, uh, open a restaurant and theme it out? Oh, God. That could be a whole segment, bro, which I guess is what it is. Um, what would it be? It would have to serve some sort of liquor. <laughs> um, I said moonshine. <laughs> oh, moonshine. <laughs> Here's a bucket oh of cornmeal and sugar. And I let it sit in a Tupperware container for a year. It's got to be next to Cars Land. <laughs> it's got to be next to Cars Land. What would it be? I, you know, I don't know. I can't even put on the spot about it. Um, it would be Nightmare Before Christmas themed, and it would um, have, mm. like, spiders and bats that you would eat. Ew. Oh, the end. <laughs> okay. Actually, it would just be Medieval Times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I, would, I would move medieval times to next to pirates, and then that would be it. Would it, so, serve, would it serve Pepsi? Uh, no Coke, only Pepsi. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let, let's. Uh, it's time to get uh, our next guest on the show. <laughs> if I can find him, oh god, I gotta type and stuff. Work is hard and things. I thought that's what you were doing while we were doing that. No, well, I was sitting here complaining about my life internally. 
Oh. And then we had to ask him to like think and. Oh yeah. You know. Jeremy, are you here, buddy? I am here. Nice. Okay. Hang on a second, because it's Spectro time, everybody. Wait, I got to download it? Okay, here it is. Join us as we unravel the magic behind some of Disney's most beloved pieces of music. It's Spectro time. This magic night, a million stars will Jeremy. Wait, wrong fader. Jeremy. Oh, wait, you're on the same fader. Hang on, hang on. Let me do this manually. <laughs> Jeremy! Hello. Hey! Wow, that's pretty... I'm talented right now. Look at this. song never, ever gets old for me. Never. <laughs> Nor should it, my friend. How are you? you we've missed you for a I'm couple great. of shows, man. I've, You've been world traveling. I've missed you guys, too. And uh, you caught me. I leave for Disney World tomorrow, so... Wow. great that we've got this. Yeah, i got to run the Star Wars half marathon. You have to. I must. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you just out there? Wasn't that that way you couldn't be on like the like last month's show or whatever, or the month yeah, before? That's that's true. You're out there a lot. Yeah, I have an annual pass, so I try to get down there pretty often. Now that kind of feeds into our our show topic, but uh, I'm not going to put you on the spot. Do you think you would go other places if you didn't have an annual pass? I. Uh... That, what? <laughs> like, do you think you would vacation Sorry, somewhere? Yeah. You're like, huh? Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you would vacation other spots? Or do you feel yeah, obligated to I, go to Disney World because you have a pass and you see that, you know, get withdrawn from your checking account every month? And you're like, ugh. Yeah, really. I mean, I don't even, it doesn't even go to my checking account. I actually have a deal where Amex just pays Disney directly. That's a good deal. So That's there's a good no. Deal. How do you sign up for I don't even like see that. my paycheck. <laughs> That should be the next. I bet in twenty years that's going to happen, where uh, you can just buy a card and it'll get refilled through your paycheck, uh, and then that's the card you take to Disneyland, and that's yeah, just it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, we have you on here to give us a little insight into some uh, some Disney music, man. What are we talking about today? All right. So tonight I am going to take you, give you a brief history of the history of Main Street USA area music. Nice. So I love that. I love that area I'm excited. music. That's really good. I mean, I love all of the park area music, but yeah. this particular set is some of my favorites. And Don't forget you ever heard that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Keep going. So I park music is just that <laughs> part of the Disney atmosphere that we can often take for granted, even though the parks actually are wall-to-wall music. Um, so when you, for instance, when you walk into the park, the first thing you hear is turn of the last century music. So, number one, please. So, I'm realizing that that is actually the worst example of turn-of-the-century music I could find, because that was a song called Married Life yes. from the Up, Up soundtrack, yeah. which is... So it's really not from turn of the century, but that is playing right now on me as part of their current Main Street USA area loop. So it evokes that time period. Yeah, it's it's there's a little bit of Disney magic. Exactly. Right. So they're really hitting you with three, uh, you know, in three senses. You walk in, you see the sights of the buildings, the forest perspective. You hear, you smell cookies baking, and then you've got this music. So I got interested in. This particular, the history behind the Main Street music, specifically because I was programming for Spectro, and when I was trying to find the, the Main Street USA music, I really was having a trouble finding out 
um, what music came from what time period. There was a lot of inconsistent labeling out there. So some stuff would say, oh, this is the current loop, or this is the original loop, or this is the AM loop from 1976. And I was like, I've got to get my arms around this because hmm. um, one thing is that's important to me with the um, the radio station is that what you're hearing is authentic. So I want to be able to know that it was what you're hearing has been played. If it's not being played now, it was played at some point in the park's history. And I'd like to be able to tell you when that was. Totally. So I did a lot of research trying to find out what the story was. Finally, I reached out to one of the foremost experts on Disney music and a friend of this show, DisneyChris.com. Oh yeah. We like Disney Chris. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I encourage you all to check out his website if you haven't already. I like he gave me quite – sorry, go ahead. Uh, I like how his name is DisneyChris.com. Right, yeah. That is actually in his birth certificate. Interest, <laughs> so he really didn't have much of a choice in his destiny. His parents were forethinking, that's for sure. <laughs> so he gave me a lot of great information. Um, and then he passed me on to an amazing source – and I want you all to go to it. And it's called passporttodreams.blogspot.com. This is, and it's with a number two. So passport number two dreams.blogspot.com. This is an exhaustive source of uh, history on all the different parts of the, of area music throughout the parks. And I mean, it must have taken years for them to compile this. And we're talking, they were going through home videos from the 1970s that they found and saying, hey, do you hear that in the background? That must be this song playing in 1976. Wow. So there's a lot of great research on there. And they they tell you why. We, you know, we don't have a lot of certainty when the further back you go with what was actually being played. But they convinced me. <laughs> so anyway, where did all this park uh, background music start? Picture it. Disneyland, 1970. <laughs> Jack Wagner is the voice of Disneyland. And you're probably familiar with him. He does the, you know, stay, please stay seated. And he's he was the voice narration for everything in Disneyland for many years. And he's, his voice still lingers on in many places. Um, but that was only half of his role. So when he started his contract in 1970, he was also charged with curating the area music for 40 different theme lands in Disneyland. Wow. And can anyone tell me why in 1970 they might suddenly all of a sudden need to get their music act together? Because they're about to open Disney World. Correct. So they're about to open Disney World, and the whole thing there was we're going to have music wall to wall. Every land is going to be themed because, believe it or not, in the early days of Disneyland, there was not area music throughout the park. There was, over by Tiki Room, there was like Hawaiian music playing on the veranda by Fantasyland Castle, once, When You Wish Upon a Star. But when you walked down Main Street, USA, you were more likely to hear the Beach Boys or Mrs. Robinson huh. when, before 1970. Okay. All right. According to... The reason why we believe this is because according to an interview that Jack Wagner did before he died, um, he said basically that you would you weren't hearing music that was pertinent to the area that you were in. You were hearing Mrs. Robinson. Now, huh. we can let's pretend. I mean, I'm kind of going to believe him, but I cannot <laughs> imagine that the Imagineers stopped short at area music like 
I mean, I'm just, I mean, we have to believe what he said, but right. it just seems crazy to me that in the 60s, you've got Walt in the park and he's perfectly happy to hear Mrs. Ra- or <laughs> the Beatles coming <laughs> out of the Main Street USA. Meanwhile, every other piece of theming is spot on. Yeah, Walt is hip, dude. He doesn't, you know, he knows. <laughs> so anyway, we're just going to take Jack Wagner's word for it. Yeah. But if anyone out there has a 1960s home movie with music playing in the background of Main Street USA, I would implore you to send it to me <laughs> as soon as possible. So Jack Wagner's got a lot of work to do. He's got to theme all these 40 different lands. So his first loops weren't that extensive. So the first loop that he picked for Main Street USA was actually just one album. And it was a record called Gay 90s Waltzes by the back, by the Gaslight Orchestra. Number two, please. You say that and yet it's not playing. No, that's me. Hold on. Hey, that's my fault. Here we go. So that is a brief uh, snippet from that album. I have this album. You can hear it on Spectro Radio. That is the original Main Street USA area music. There was tracks on it like A Bicycle Built for Two, Sidewalks of New York, Man on the Flying Trapeze. That lasted about six years of just hearing that one album over and over and over. <laughs> how deep Nine, How deep was that album? How many songs on that thing? I want to say there's like 12 on it. Oh, jeez. So... I'm sure the cast members were going nuts. Right. right. 1976 (laughs) rolled around. So 1976 rolls around. This time they want two separate music loops, an AM loop and a PM loop. And Jack Wagner goes back to work, and this time he wants to broaden it. He expands it. Now, the AM loop is made up of slower, more stately music. And the assumption is that this was to entice people who are entering the park in the morning to enjoy the atmosphere, Hmm. take it slow, not run to your first attraction. Number three, please. That is called The Old Timer's Waltz by Rick Benjamin and the Paragon Ragtime Orchestra. Also... On Spectro Radio. <laughs> the PM loop is yeah. much more upbeat and includes jazzier tracks. And this is presumably to get people's feet moving towards the exit or keep them circulating during nighttime parades and hmm. firework shows. Okay. So that was a whole other separate loop. This, These two separate loops. Oh, sorry. Number four, please. Number four. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, That is called Silver Heels by Albert White and his Gaslight Orchestra. Guess where you can hear it? Spectrum Radio. <laughs> exactly. So those two <laughs> loops ran from 1976 to 1991. Okay. 1992 comes along, and they need all new loops. Can anyone tell me why in 1992 they might want to do all new loops? Terrence. This is because Euro Disney was open. Exactly. Wow. And my name's Terrence. I know everything. (laughs) (laughs) So they figure, what the hey, let's just do all new loops for all the parts. So this loop was heavily influenced by recordings from Rick Benjamin and the Paragon Ragtime Orchestra, who I played two tracks ago. And the tracks include Kentucky Home, Triplets, The Winter Garden Rag, and Fortuosity, which is a track from Disney's The Happiest Millionaire movie. That particular loop ran 
until 2012. Then on January 6, 2012, the Disney Parks blog announced that after more than 20 years, the music of Disneyland's Main Street would get another refresh. This time, over a dozen new tunes were added, and they were, this time, they were arranged and specifically recorded for Main Street. Now there's the rub. Because up until this point, all of the music that's been played on Main Street USA has been commercially available. Great for Spectra. <laughs> However, because <laughs> I can get it. However, when they go and make their own, it's not commercially available, hence it's kind of illegal for me to broadcast. <laughs> right. So my my library stops in 2012, um, unless it's the music. Some of the music from the previous loops has carried through, and they've added this dozen more in. New songs here include Meet Me in St. Louis, Alexander's Ragtime Band, and Married Life, as we played at the opening. Um, my thing is, I, I mean, there's plenty of recordings of Alexander's Ragtime Band, but I only want the, I would only play the one that is played in the parks, and since I can't get it, I'm not playing it at all. Okay. And that sense. is the history, a brief history from 1972 to today of the Main Street USA area music, and you can check out Spectra to hear these songs, and it's growing every day. Nice. How, how do you like your new home, man? You know, it's actually working out really great. There's um because there's no commercials anymore. Okay. So um that's perfect. I think I think that's great. And there's way more ways to listen. So you can listen um at spectraradio.us. You can listen on TuneIn, the stream licensing app, basically any app that will get a shoutcast stream. You can listen to, or you okay. can listen at shoutcast.com. So um actually, listenership is way up. Wow, um, that's great. So, that's yeah, perfect. So it's exciting for me. Um, so I think it's a bit more flexible, and I'm hoping that maybe I can get my own standalone app someday, but I think it's a little ways off. That's cool, man. So, yeah, it's pretty great. That's really awesome. awesome. Well, dude, I appreciate the uh, the time, man. Yeah, thanks, was, yeah, uh, thanks uh, for uh, having uh, me um, on. And hopefully we can uh, you know continue. Hopefully you don't travel so much anymore. Hopefully you live a more domesticated life. Like the rest of us in the room. Yes, <laughs> it's really fun. It's trust me. It seems like a bore, but it's really fun. <clears throat> oh, hey, Taryn, what's happening? Yeah, hi. Yeah. Anyway, I well, know. I need to get out to Disneyland and you see do, you guys. do yeah. seriously. Tell me when. I think I'm. I think I might have to go down in July. I have tickets for the Liverpool game in Pasadena. And uh, so I might have to go to the park, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, yeah, if you're that close, you may as well just go. Might as well, right? So, uh, but yeah, seriously, let us know. Uh, that'd be cool to party with you and hang out. Great. All right. Good uh, talking to you guys. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Jeremy. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. All right. Yeah. Bye. Cool. I always like that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's so nice. Like, I'm excited to meet him in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just seems fun. He does. So fun. Like just walking down Main Street. This is this. This is this. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, okay, so what we're talking about today is uh, an annual passport kind of breakdown. And, uh, you know, it might be a little painful. Uh, yeah. Essentially, Taryn and I got to thinking, I don't think we're going to renew our passes this year. Our passes expire in November. And I don't know that it's it, maybe it's because I'm getting older and I kind of want to go other places. Because uh, for us, what is it a month for us? It is five ninety nine each. Oh, per month? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't look it up. But it's like 40, I think it's at 49 now. Each? Yeah. All right, so $90-ish. Yeah. 
ish, right? A month. So that's all. Let's call it. A, let's call it a thousand dollars a month because it's a roundup. Thousand dollars a month. My case will be, yeah. No, uh, so it's about a hundred bucks a month. You know that. Uh, you know, look, we're a struggling family in Concord, California, and uh, we're trying to you know, save up money to do stuff on the house to to you know have a retirement fund. Maybe maybe we have a, need to get a new car. Anyway, there's a lot of expenses that that kind of come up when you start thinking about where your funds go. And I just feel like maybe the annual pass isn't such a priority anymore. So I put it to the crew to see what they thought about it. And well, uh, if anybody else kind of had the same thoughts. Yeah, Turner. Can I um, – I, so we've talked about this before. In 2013, we talked about this on this show. Yes. Um, yeah, and we I went did. back and listened to it today. So did I. You did? Yes, well, I did. So did you notice that it – You guys are gluttons. That it was – Couple notes, but from it uh, that it was a 22-minute show. Yes. <laughs> um, I was like, "Where's the rest?" Yeah, yeah, I know. I know too. <laughs> um, I'll upload that later. But I That's did, a secret show. Yeah, I did make a couple of notes. Um, you probably made the same ones, but I just made a couple of notes about what we had said then okay. versus maybe what we think now. Yeah, what well, it's uh, three years on. Three years, three How years ago. Yeah. Uh, Terrence uh, said that he loves his pass for the the value of it mm-hmm. at, at 4.99 a year. It's a great value. Um, that also he said paying uh, over the course of a year, it, it's just another bill, so it, it makes it easy. You don't even really think about it. Um, Sounds I, of a man with uh, only one kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I had one at the time. Yeah. Tommy wasn't. Tommy I don't think you that. had to buy him a pass yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next Wednesday, I had Times to buy him a pass. Change. Can you imagine? It's Crazy. just another bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it because it's another bill. Yeah. Good, good effort. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I mentioned that I I had mine because I thought it was cool and it yeah. validates my mm-hmm. love of Disneyland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you said uh, the, you liked the pricing because in seven days it pays for itself. Um, I'm stupid. You also <laughs> said uh, that uh, you could burn a whole day. Uh, wait, what? That if you're down there. Uh, if you get down there at like five o'clock, you can yeah. actually go to the park, yeah. and that'll be a day. Oh yeah, without burning a whole day on exactly. like a three-day pass. Right. Oh, whatever, and that—that's yeah. what you had said is—is yeah. is there are certain days where the park closes early, but if you have an annual pass, you're not burning a whole ticket. Like right. if you were to buy a whole ticket and then the park closes at six, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what you're saying that that's another reason to have it. Um, totally. Totally. Uh, you said that it's it's like paying for something that you want to do. It's like your vacation fund. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> um, one thing I did notice when I was listening to it is that a lot of the things um, that we talk about, the, the perks of having the card, are um, more things to purchase. Like, it's none of it is like, oh, this is great because we get to go to this event for free. No, it's everything that we say that's great about the card is like, no. well, we get to – we. We get to buy this thing. We can buy our ticket to this event, or we can buy Halloween tickets earlier than other people, or we yeah. can buy this, or we can get hotel rooms for cheaper, but we can buy, you know, like, everything is buying more. And, like, it's we're, a way to buy more. We're so, like, I don't know, rose-colored glasses about the whole thing. Totally. Bev, you weren't there yet. No, no, but no. I did listen to that episode. That was before you let me be in your club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there's but, a membership fee, by the way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just funny to me. I can't afford it. I'm an annual pass holder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It was just funny <laughs> listening to true. it then versus now, which I, I feel like it doesn't invalidate anything we said then. But, yeah, I think maybe as you get older. But also, as, like, the things have gone up, I I did a lot of calculations. I have a whole spreadsheet. She of has that. a spreadsheet. Of course she does. <laughs> She's tearing. So, uh, well, we do have a, a bunch of people in the studio. So if you guys want to chime in, if you guys are annual pass holders and, and you want to chime in, you know, yay or nay. Raise your hand and totally. we'll call on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, file in. Uh, that's totally fine. You know, conversely, if you know, you don't want to hang around listening to us to, you know, complain about how much money things are. That's fine, too. I, pre- I understand <laughs> that. Uh, but so anyway, I, I thought it was kind of useful for us to just kind of go through it and see if it's still worth it. You know, Tara and I have already made up our minds. We are not going to, to, to renew our passes, um, you know, personally. Because I think we can spend that money doing something else that we haven't done yet a thousand times already. Not that I don't like Disneyland. I love Disneyland, clearly. But it's, I don't know. I guess I'll just start it off. Okay, so, again, I don't want to make it like a bashing Disneyland because we all love the park. Yeah. And we're going to still blah. go. We're still going to go. That's the thing. We are going to go, but we're going to save up for it, and we're going to go on our own time. So part of the part of the problem, which is why I asked Jeremy uh, that we just had on about uh, if he felt he had the need to go to Walt Disney World because he had passes mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way I feel about the park. Right. We have to go to Disneyland because we're paying $100 a month for the option to go you're, as many times as we want, yeah. sort of. You're right? wasting your money if you're not going. I feel I like you're that. wasting your money if you're not going. So, <laughs> But now I kind of want to go do other things. I want to be able to go take a week in Oregon or go to Hawaii. I've never been right. to Hawaii. But yeah. I'd like to go. But, you know, so what is that What is that a year for our annual pass, Taryn? Math. Do math. $1,200? Yeah, $1,200. $1,200, yeah. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. And I could spend that doing something I've never done before. But it's not just but the pass. Every time you go, you're also no, spending no, a ton I know. of money. Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Totally. But it's actually, but you're, there's a, there's a Am I flawed? There's a, you're flawed no. because it's 1198. Why would you say that? Say, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 1198, but you're saying it's 1198 if you don't go to Disneyland. You're still going to Disneyland. So you have to subtract the ticket price. So it'll probably be around sure, yeah. maybe seven, like six fifty that you're saving a year. So I'll take it. Okay, no, I understand yeah. that. I'm just saying that yeah. that's, no, that's a right. better place to start. You're right. So you're right. It's not better. It's different. <laughs> okay, it's a different place to start. You're right. uh, anyway, so uh, that's that was kind of my, uh, you know, h- how we started down this road. Um, and then I got to thinking, do you remember you pass holders that have had your pass for a few years? Remember when you used to get calendars in the mail? No? Yeah. Remember, you used to get calendars in the mail? Used to get you, stuff, you, you yeah. Get, you used to get stuff. Yeah. And one was just a calendar. It looked like a pamphlet. Kind right. of long. And it was a, a small, it was a rinky-dink thing. Right. But at least you got something. Um, and then when you renewed, you got a, what was the coupon, Tara? It was like 20% off, $50 or more? Yeah. Exactly. You don't get that anymore. Right. You don't get the uh, the calendar anymore. You are paying like some, more I got a magnet. for nothing. Yeah, you, you got, got a, a magnet, magnet if you... I didn't get a magnet. After, I didn't get a magnet. If you're uh, an annual pass holder, I don't know if they do it anymore, but if you write to Disney, um, they'll send you right. one. you have to... You have to put in the work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you have to put... And, dude, That's I'm not stupid. trying to put in work for a magnet. $600. You can send me a magnet. Well, be, let's be honest. Without you're, me you're, asking. You're paying $1,200. Well, right. <laughs> Uh, so, and, and, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, drug me down that road too, where it's kind of, I don't know, you used, you used to get a bunch of stuff and now you don't, the discount's kind of weak. It's 10% off some stuff. Um, I don't know. And that, that that's kind of, uh, so I leave it up to you guys to kind of uh, fill in the gaps here because, uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I kind of just flip a switch sometimes like, nope, I'm have my mindset on it. I'm not going to do it. 
Okay, well, but I, I count on you guys to be a little more rational than I am and tell me that I'm wrong or agree with me. You want to start, Bev? I'll start. Okay, go for it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> might be a little negative. Uh-oh. But light everything on fire. <laughs> I hate Disneyland. Ten times. Wait, are you, are you getting rid of your? I am getting rid of ours. We are okay. getting rid of ours. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> For many reasons. Um, but doing a little research, like, not nearly what Karen did. <laughs> yeah, the look on but, your face um, says it all. So, so when you have an annual pass and you sign up for a new one, you get a, or you renew, rather, you get a $40 discount. Mm-hmm. But on average, the the pass has gone up more than $40 <laughs> every renewal, so it's, oh, really? it's moot, basically. Oh, um, when I got my first pass in 2012, it was $469. Right now, it's $599. That's a <gasps> price difference of $130 per pass. Now I have to buy one in addition for my child, who is technically a midget. <laughs> And can't still can't like, ride anything. Like she's, not, she's not actually technically. <laughs> no, she's not technically. Okay, she's not technically a midget, but she's still real little. Like she's not tall enough to ride anything, but I still yes. have to pay for her to be there, which ticks my bird. Um, phrase, okay, Grandma. Wow. I've never heard that Is one. Is that a phrase? Load in the stagecoach and drive down to Disneyland. Don't get your judge me. Yeah. Much like Don't you. Don't get your corset all bound up. <laughs> I would like to vacation in other places. Yeah. Um, like Modesto. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> going to make my moonshine. <laughs> the business plan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go. We lost it. She's gone. Should she I take over now? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, for, three pa- <clears throat> for three annual passes this year, we're going to pay $1,700.97. Oh, I'm sorry. $1,797. Wow. So $1,800. $1,800. Wow. I could do a lot of things with $1,800. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'm not sure who was going into it, but it's not just the paying for the annual pass. Every I feel I feel compelled to go to Disneyland because I'm an annual pass holder because mm-hmm. I need to get my money's worth. Yeah. Every time we go to Disneyland, it's at least a $600 to an $800 expense mm-hmm. for food. Mm-hmm. And that's budgeting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Girl, you know I budget. <laughs> yeah. um, totally. Right. Carthay, which is, yeah, most of is a line yeah. on the budget. For yeah, sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, and I don't want, I've said it before, I don't want Abby to think that Disneyland is just a place we go. Like, it's, mm. a, it's an, ex- I don't want her to not appreciate it for what it is. I don't want her to not appreciate what it costs to go there. And I don't want her to not appreciate that it's a special place. It's a special thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just an amusement park. Yeah. I mean, when I was growing up, we went, about once a year maybe we skipped a couple years here and there and i think part of that is why it's so special to me right because it was like the thing you look forward to all year long yeah and i feel like if we go all the time she's gonna be like oh cool disneyland again that's great (laughs) oh there's nikki hey what's up (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah yeah i agree with that that's uh that's the uh that's all i have okay perfect (laughs) well i have more but it's it's, oh, no, no, that's not true. That's not all I have. Sam sent me a list today of why he thinks we should also give up our passes. I don't know if I want to hear okay. Sam's list. Oh, it's good. Uh, all of the holiday overlays are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> See, and everyone, you have to know who Sam is. Sam is Sam's a strange person. Sam's a special guy. Sam is Bev's husband. <laughs> And uh, he he's he's just a strange guy. And I, I don't know. I, I can't describe it any more than that. No, it's hard. Because it's not radio friendly. He wants to buy a dog. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, what? what? He wants. A, he, that's another reason why we can't do this again. He oh, wants to buy a dog. Don't do that. That's a dumb reason. That's a dumb reason. Um, every buy, time, buy five cats for one dog. It's the every best time thing to do. he rides Star Wars, he gets the Jar Jar Binks scenario. <laughs> <laughs> that is a valid reason. And there is no longer Captain EO. <laughs> that was his final straw. That was his final straw. That I will give him that, that one. Yeah. Camel's back. I'll give him that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and then I have other things about how. They can crowd control. Oh, we can, we'll get we'll, into that. Yeah, later. yeah we'll, we'll do the crowd control. So go ahead and tear them with your spreadsheet because I'm really fascinated by this. I didn't. I just I basically, basically, I we we got our passes in 2010. Okay. So I didn't write notes or anything to do with this. Yeah. I I made a spreadsheet. Um, and basically the cost of our our annual passes in 2010, we got them for 2.99 a year. Wow. What? So when we first got them, they were 2.99. So in six years, they've gone up 300 dollars. And at this time, you were paying for your own. And so yeah, I sucked. was paying for my own. I didn't like doing that. Um, and so like $30. <laughs> I didn't like doing that. It's better this way. Like, it could be $9. I didn't like doing it. It's way better it's this so way. It's so much better this it way. It is. It is. And so the, it, it, to break even on that amount was six, going to the park six days. So that's not that bad. Um, okay. So six days. Six you've broken days. even. You're, you're good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... You know, skip to today, five ninety nine a year. It takes eight days. Wow. So it takes two more days to mm-hmm. have that break even. Um, and then looking at this now, I just added this actually. But the, so a five day park hopper in two thousand ten was two forty four versus the two ninety nine. That makes a lot of sense to get a, an annual pass if you're going to be going. A couple trips a for year sure, yeah, because it's that only makes perfect sense. right. It's only an, an extra day, and then you have it, and you don't. You're not. You're not stuck for five days. And you right. Have to spread it out over time. Exactly. Right. Front the money. Yeah. Today, the annual pass is five ninety nine, and a five day pass is three thirty five. Now it makes a lot more sense to just go for that one vacation, that five days. Yeah. To me, I agree. That's a that's almost two hundred dollars less. Yeah. Well, no, more than that. Almost three hundred dollars less. I mean, it's crazy. And then um, one other thing I wanted to note is that between 2011, June 2011, and May 2012, they jumped the 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 price of the annual pass ninety dollars. I don't think anybody noticed that. I don't know if we talked about it. I don't think that either. Like, <clears throat> I, I'm sure that we like it happened, and we probably knew it happened. But yeah. don't worry about it. Don't okay. worry about All it. All right, just keep um, going. And to me, that's just crazy. I feel like had I had this spreadsheet in 2012 mm-hmm. and saw that, yeah. I probably would have not renewed. Right, for sure. But you kind of get that like Disney blindness, you know, and you just yeah. don't you don't see what's going on. I don't know. I, it's kind of crazy looking at this. So like the amounts that increased is like thirty dollars, and then fifty, and then ninety, and then thirty, and then twenty, and then thirty, and then fifty, and now we're at six hundred dollars. I don't know. It's kind of incredible. Yeah, it, it's 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 a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of cash. Terrence, what do you think? Okay, so um, <laughs> I hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're the voice of reason. Well, I Come should also, I should say that I I'm sad about this decision. I really no, like I, going, and I I think it was a really tough one for me. Not it wasn't as clear cut as Jason's. No, I get that. I get that, and I know that you guys always make fun of us because <laughs> we aren't able to go. Well, that's true. Very often. But, well, but it's not that so much as you say you're going to go and then you don't go. Well, that's we have, what we I make fun kids, of you. Man. That's what we make kids. fun of you. I just want to clarify why we tease you. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, it's the only way we can go. 
if any if we didn't have passes and someone even brought up the idea of a oh, Disneyland trip. Oh yeah. No. No, don't even bring it up. We're not going to go because we will like I said we'll have to pa- uh, pay for Tommy, my 3-year-old, in a week. Yeah. Now, without the uh, annual passes are handled right now, it's a bill that we budget for and it's there. Yeah. It's not something we have to pay for. You don't have to scrounge up enough money to be able to buy tickets. I have uh, my nieces and my nephew right there, yeah. and when we go with family, we are staying at the Disneyland Hotel with concierge service, and everything is super <laughs> top of the line. And there, no, there's no way I'm not going. Well, I'm not going to try to. I'm not going to try to do it. What if you okay. took that amount that you're paying for your pass and put it into a savings account instead? You ready? Because that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and I'm being hold on, I'm being, I'm being honest with you because I understand the the savings aspect. We're paying this much over this amount of money, and if people are are realistic, just because you have more income doesn't mean that you don't then raise your level of living. And if you have more money, the majority of people I won't say everyone, the majority of people will find a way to spend that money. And no, so, you're absolutely right. And so I so when so when uh, Becca and I have talked about this, we're like. Should we get rid of it? Should we should we keep it? We're like we're going to keep it because we will spend that money, that 160 bucks a month, on something else, yeah. and then we never will go. Yeah. And so and 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 to your point, I, I completely understand that Disneyland is a a special place. Uh, but when I grew up, we went there four or five times a year. When I was I, I uh, was with my grandma over the summer, and we went four to five times every summer, and I loved I loved it, and I loved going with the kids. And when they get about eight or nine, well, when uh, when Frankie, my youngest one, is eight or nine, we're going to ask them, do you guys want to keep the Disneyland annual passes or do you want to do something else? Because at that point, it will be about them. But for us, we love it. We love having our kids there, and it's worth it to us. Okay. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. Um, another, another reason is because uh, besides my sisters, yeah. my entire family lives in L.A., and we're in L.A. a lot, and we have been known to, on the way home, coming up five, like, let's stop off for a couple hours and go into the park with the kids for a couple hours, which is impossible unless you have a pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for if you're not down there a lot, I understand. Even what you said, I'm going down to uh, to to watch to Pasadena to yeah. watch the Liverpool game, yeah. and you have the option to then go to Disneyland for a couple of hours. You can't do that without without a pass. That's true. Well, so, I don't even know if I can with a pass because I think I think it's I don't know if it's blocked out that weekend or not. Right. Well, it's blocked out every Saturday from like now until 2012 yeah. or 2020, <laughs> right? That is true. It's something, blocked out all the time. Like that, that is yeah. true. So so for me, yeah. the the fact that we're usually within a close proximity of the park that helps as well uh, because of the fact that we always stay at a Disneyland hotel. The uh, 10 to 15 percent really helps as well. The, uh, I never realized how great the Disneyland Hotel was until the last time we went. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the water slides to have the kids like Tommy was like two and a half, like running up the water slides and doing all the stuff by himself, while Becca and I and the rest of the family sat poolside and had a couple drinks, and that was awesome. Yeah, but I, you can't do that at the Ramada. You can't do see, that at other places. I, you know what I, mean? I would argue though that you can get similar or even sometimes better discounts just through the website. Oh. A lot of the times it's more than twenty percent. If you, like, oh, for I mean, sure. almost any time right, I've looked, right. you can get a, some sort of deal that's like twenty percent. That is true. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But for like, for, like I said, for me, it's it's something that we value. We value the fact that if if someone says, for instance, Beck, we have a September and October. Well, we 
Becca has a September and October <laughs> Disneyland trip coming up. I can't go in September. It's a bachelorette party. Get over Guess it. Guess I'm not invited. Um, so Do you want to no, go, I'm, I'm totally bro. kidding. It's Let's Disneyland. go. You and I go. Chaperones, right? Let's, no, just, just we'll, oh, go. we'll just go. Yeah, just you. go. <laughs> about can, it. Karen, can you watch the kids? No. Why not? That's messed up. Y'all are nuts. Wow. <laughs> but I, I like the fact up. that we have, within uh, a month to two month span, you can have yeah. two trips. And I understand that the food and the hotel... And all that is very expensive. Sure, but we're just but talking add a ticket park on top ticket. Of it. Yeah, for sure. You can't do it. But so so have you figured out how many days you would go and 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 if you've broken even technically or not? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, would it be cheaper for you to buy a five day pass and and split up the usage? It would be cheaper to buy a five day pass, but like I said, you're paying the for fa- the convenience. You're you're paying for the convenience and you're um and we won't have that money available. Okay. Something will happen where we decide, hey, we're not paying for the Disneyland annual pass. Let's get Direct TV. Let's do something else. It'll be it'll be absorbed by something else. Cable, real? Uh, I'm really? just saying. I'm just saying for instance. TV. Are you I'm just saying for right instance, now, dude. He's judging. I'm you. just saying for instance. Well, okay, it'll yeah. be absorbed into something else. Yeah, no, and that makes total sense, especially with you. You got a busy family. You got right. a lot of stuff going right. on for sure. So for us, it's worth it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I, I get you. I get you on that. I just uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I could know. argue all day, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to argue. I mean, no, it's, no, your, no. it's your guys' decision. Debate. But, Debate. Right. But for us, I mean, we literally will not go to Disneyland unless we have a pass. There's mm-hmm. no way that we'll even try to scrounge up the money to go to Disneyland with our three kids if we didn't have a pass. Well, and I, don't, I don't know that we – I'm afraid that that's going to happen for us, too. Tim. Right. No. No? I'm not afraid? No, no, you shouldn't be. Okay. If you guys are very disciplined and you say this is what we're paying right now for the past per month, and we're going to intentionally take that and put that into a savings account, then you'll have money. But if you're not well, disciplined, see, in that's that what way, we do. Then you won't we have, have we well, have a vacation fund. Yeah. So right. it, if we decide this year to go to Hawaii, that money will go to that next year. Like that that vacate the way that we that we do our savings, um, not to get too personal, is like we have. We treat it like a bill. Like, we put a certain amount into our vacation fund every single month, no right. matter what. Um, and so now that money doesn't always have to go to Disneyland. Right. Now it can go to Hawaii one year, this year maybe. And maybe next year we go, okay, well, what do we want our big trip to be? Disney World? Okay. Well, then that's what we're saving for. Or and, the next year it's Disneyland. Yeah, I and so the, more... the problem with that, and, and Terrence, I, I see what you're getting at because right. we don't live very far from the park. Right, and, and the question I would ask yeah. is how many – Disneyland trips with friends, are you willing to miss? Well, that's the, first of all, we don't take that many. No, no, but what I'm saying is, like, you have, if we have. In the room, like Terrence. Well, that's not my fault, but you take it with other people. Well, it is your and fault. It, but all those not, people we take kids. it with. That's your fault. <laughs> the only it's not my fault. friend trip I'm going to be sad to not experience is when our Canadian friends come. But that right. doesn't mean we can't save them. And it also doesn't mean that I, I can't go down to. Anaheim and visit while they're there and do well, other things. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. that, that is that's true. that's true. And and so for, for me, part of the having the annual pass is uh, there's a lot of stuff to happen in Anaheim and and we have friends down there and um, family. The world of Harry Potter. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't really. I, I feel like I need to maximize my time in the park. And so I'm in a hurry to get to the park, and I'm in a hurry to stay there all day, and I want to push it, and then hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait, and and I don't know. I guess I guess I'm just. I'm over that, and so I'd like to try yeah, it for a year, not having it, hmm. and not and just trying not to have it. Well, actually, uh, just to let you know that I used to live down in Westminster, which is actually 
near Anaheim, just south of it. Yeah. And in 86, they didn't have the annual pass. But I remember going with my mom, you know, at least once a month to Disneyland or to Knott's Berry Farm or even to Universal. In 2005, first year I got a premium pass, it was expensive. It was three ninety nine mm-hmm. for the premium pass. And wow. I had two people to buy for it, myself and my uh, ex. And we planned it that at least we went down there once a quarter for two, three days. Mm-hmm. It paid for itself. It made sense that way. Yeah. My last pass just lapsed back in September. I had it because the corporate headquarters of the company I was working for was actually in Alyssa Viejo. So I had to go down there for business once a quarter that I had to burn two, three days to be there. Mm-hmm. Work was already paying me for being there and paying for the airfare. Yeah. All I had to do was pay for a hotel, and I got a free Disneyland trip out of right. it. That right. That made more sense. Yeah, totally. But at D23 this last year was the deciding moment of when it expires in September, I'm not getting another one. This was before they announced the – Jacking up that price from six ninety nine to almost twelve hundred dollars for that same pass. Wow. Um, was it was going to be shut down land due to Star Wars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like when they're shutting, you know, they announced Star Wars land. It's like okay, that's going to take at least a year, year and a half. Half that car, half that park is going to be closed, and they're going to and I can't justify going down there for you know six seven hundred dollars a year, not to be able to enjoy the entire park anymore. So it's like, eh, I didn't, I did not renew. You were smarter than us. <laughs> at, at the same time, at the same time, I then said, wait a minute, if I don't go to Disneyland this year, maybe I could turn around and take that money and put it towards a savings, an <laughs> 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 actual um, possible trip to like Disney World or somewhere else. Yeah. Where I haven't been to Disney World really in, since you know '84 with a broken arm. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm sorry, it was '82 August before Epcot opened. But still, it, it's you start factoring in how much money are you going to spend to be there, not just the actual day to day of I got to eat, I got to sleep type of thing. It's yeah. what's my day trip going to cost to get in the place, not totally. just the travel to get there. Yeah, and for me, I, I guess I'm more principal, where you know they they raised the prices kind of a lot, and then took a lot of stuff away. And then now they're starting to add stuff back where if you're in the park, you can sign up for, you know, to see a special video or something like that. But who cares? Grant, last last year that was really cool that they were actually doing, you know, the AP days. Once a month they had something going on over at the – at the theater or over at Blue Blue Sky Cellar. Mm -hmm. That was kind of cool. It it kind of brought back that plus part that they were kind of losing. Yeah. When they started getting rid of a lot of the discount, you know, I remember the AP discount used to be twenty percent. Wow, for the premium, and then it went down to fifteen, and then ten again. It's oh, like, geez, for the premium, it's ten. I think it was like fifteen now. Oh, geez, but it's not at every location. It used to be not only at the foods, not only at the food places, but also all the kiosks yeah. for food as well, not just uh, quick service. Wow. So it's like, ah, not worth it right now. No, it's not. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and I think the other thing is, is you know, I don't want to try to sound like I just want everything for free, but I do. But, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm giving – it's it's a way for Disney to make money or to, to have a steady stream of income monthly without you having to go to the park to deliver them that money. Right. So it's great for them. And, and at the same time, you know, just for public disclosure, I'm a, I'm a stockholder. I would love it if they actually gave stockholders, uh, you know, a little bit of a kickback or a discount saying, hey, 
thank you for being a stockholder. Here's a, you know, stockholder day. Right. Take over a park type of thing. You know, pushing it forward just that much, it would give a little bit more. But it would be, it would, it you, would mean yeah. something. And and so, yeah. I, you know, for you to, to raise my prices and then take away the things you were giving me makes me think that you're just looking at me as a number. Um, and, and I, I don't know, I, I just, I don't like it. And, and now I, I'm, I'm back to wanting to go to the park when I want to, not because I feel obliged to, obligated to, because I have a pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thought. So another thing, and what you, what you touched on is that, you know, there's what, 14 attractions that are down right now because of Star Wars land. And those should be scrolled up, uh, some of them uh, in, in a year. And then we still have to wait three years for Star Wars land or whatever. So the, the, the park is kind of too crowded also the last couple times we've been there and it's like i can't really do anything even on a uh, you know on a thursday or a sunday night it's there's nothing it's impossible to move when that's not impossible i'm exaggerating but it's tough it, it, it's, it's not enjoyable it's not enjoyable anymore and i don't know if it's because i just am too nostalgic for the times of five years ago when you can kind of just hang out and mill about the park and and not have to be worried about being clipped in the in the ankle by a stroller but uh, now it doesn't seem, it seems like, when, when did we go last time? There was a line for pirates. It was in January. And it was like in a, <laughs> on a weekday the and there was a, a, like a, a, an extended line for pirates. When pirates what is, is 45 on? minutes, it's too crowded. It's too much for me. So, uh, I, I pose this question to everybody is, uh, let's come up with a solution just for fun. It's not, you know, not nothing that it needs to make too much fiscal sense, but I thought it'd be interesting to see if we can come up with an idea to kind of ease overcrowding. Can we, <laughs> can we be better? Than uh, Disneyland. Yes, my, 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 I think I think I think no, but we can try. I, I think that um, <laughs> okay. disclaimer, yeah. real quick. Um, if you're listening to this and you live in Southern California, uh, I'm sorry. Okay, that's all I have to say. Okay, why? Uh, all right, because do it. I think one of the biggest things that would ease overcrowding, oh. get rid of the SoCal Pass. I, you know, I thought yeah. I don't I didn't have that one written down, but I thought about that on the way here, and I was like, that's the solution. It is. <laughs> It's not, and it goes back to what Beverly was saying about um, trying to teach Abby that Disneyland is a is a place. Yeah, it's not a hangout. It's not the mall. It's not a neighborhood hangout. <laughs> yeah. it's like a it's a destination. But yeah. it used to be also like Doc, a friend right. Doc. Right. He lived. He grew up in L.A. Right. He would go there every day in the summer and hang out. Right. So it it kind of is a hangout. It but is, I agree with you. Yeah. So then in in this in the book we mm-hmm. talked about last time, uh, the People versus Disneyland, there was a lawsuit about the SoCal Pass. Yeah. Because someone was like, well, you know, you're, you're, uh, I, I forget the term, but essentially it's, it's illegal for you to discriminate based on zip code, based on location. Oh, you can't charge people less for living farther away. That makes no sense. But the time, at the time Disney, uh, introduced the, the annual passes and the SoCal pass, it was like in the mid 90s and there was, we had low attendance in the parks. So they needed to get people and they realized that most people who come to the park anyway live in SoCal, right. and they needed them to come in and, and bump the numbers. So this is where we get hmm. the SoCal Pass. Okay. Well, wasn't the SoCal Pass also bumped in because of uh, the beginning parts of DCA, let alone DCA being a quote-unquote single day as opposed to a half day that it actually is? Right. right. Um, yeah. But at the same time, that you know, those, uh, hmm. I think now the SoCal Pass is so blocked off, don't even bother going during the summer. Yeah. 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 SoCal Pass only allows you to go during the off season now. That's true. Yeah, that and like true. not even week weekends we were, ever. Yeah, like, no we weekends were, at all. We were there one. Do you remember that trip? Uh, when I say we, I'm not including Terrence. But um, I expect that you know. You know what? <laughs> 
we were there, and it was the last day that the SoCal people could oh, go before yeah. summer. Do you remember that? It was like no, I don't. It was right. like do hell on that. Disneyland. But I don't doubt it. I just it don't was remember horrible. that. Horrible. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, that's too bad. And it was hot. It was yeah. a muggy trip. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Whatever. So anyway, Terrence, give me some uh, give me some ideas, man. How can we uh, how can we uh, help alleviate? I'm gonna get uh, I don't know Roy on the phone later. I'll talk to him. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> I think that um, if and you're a Ouija board, my backpack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're uh, a non-SoCal annual pass holder, uh, you should have more perks, uh, unlimited fast passes. Wow, um, unlimited fast passes. You heard me. That's gonna alleviate. It's so gonna you, crowds. You, so wait, you still have to go pick it up, but you can get as many as you want. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and then oh, also you can have you have. Uh, <laughs> it was funny when I was writing this. I actually had a vision. You have pass holder days. Okay. Where um, it's only open to pass holders, so it's like National Lampoons. I have Lampoons. that written down. Yeah, so National Lampoons, when they go up and the moose is like, sorry, poop, we're closed. <laughs> That's not all I could picture. Um, also, you don't sell um, one-day or two-day tickets. It's only three-day or more. Because I think that there's oh, a whole... Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing. Okay, no, you're doing I'm great. You're, you're blue-skying right? right now, bro. Yeah. That's an interesting um, idea. It's, it, it is that. You, <laughs> you reduce the, uh, the max capacity. For the parks as well. Oh, I would yeah. love that. Uh, yeah. which, but again, as a stockholder, I wouldn't love that. Right. Um, this one, I'm not sure this would really help, but you eliminate the park hopper. Uh, so you don't have people going from park to park. I had they're, that one too. Yeah, they're stuck in one park all day. Yeah. Um, I think DCA would be almost empty I at that point I didn't say eliminate well. it. I said significantly lower the price of a one day. So that people are more inclined to go one to one day one park one is day, much cheaper park. than right. so one day so, park so hopper. people are more inclined to do that. Um, okay. This one, reduce the extended refurbishment of e-ticket rides. There are too many rides that are down, that are the big rides that are down for way too long. Um, and so don't have more than one on, during uh, close for a refurb at the same time. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, this one. Well, you know, a lot of the refurb, like the quote-unquote refurb is a lot of safety stuff, too. No, no. I, right. Especially from the yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Isn't, isn't Jungle Cruise closed for like the next year? As well? I, I don't know if it's that long, but it's closed for sure. I think it's, it's like an extended amount of time. Yeah. They have to build a new jungle. What? Well, I'm just saying well, that. Well, it's like super good timing with the whole Star Wars thing. Well, like, real well you, cool. have, you have Jungle <laughs> Cruise closed right now. You have Autopia closed right now. You have. Um, I think Autopia's have, back up, though, isn't it? No, it's not. No, no. it's not? It's not. Coming soon. There's, right. Because there it's going to be sponsored by Honda now. So right. you have that closed. Are the you cars going to be more um, efficient and better? No, it's going to be the same stupid thing. Um, you have uh, Big Thunder that's closed for refurbishment right now. Did they just reopen? You have so you have those are four rides right there that are closed for refurb, and it's causing Terrible. everything else to be overpacked. Yeah. Um, the other thing, and this this goes against what I said earlier, but get rid of the fast passes. <laughs> just get rid of the fast passes. One of the mm. biggest problems people have is the congestion in all the walkways. Get rid of the fast passes, and you have more people in the queue. You have more stick more people in line. That's, that's, okay. that's that makes sense. Yeah. So um. But um, the people, okay, all right. This is one that's going to sound really strange coming from me because, you know, I love churros and my turkey legs. But get rid of the outdoor vending. Blasphemy. No, if you want. <laughs> uh, How is I that going to reduce Because if you want a meal, you have to sit down. And you now have people sitting down for an hour hmm. to an hour and 15 minutes eating, which takes people out of the line. Instead of someone grabbing a churro and running to the next, okay, the next attraction. Okay, first of all, a churro but, but you, is not a meal. 
But, no, but you know what I mean. First of all, that's incorrect. That is, yeah. is One is not 12 in this <laughs> That's diabetes. Sorry. Yeah, but you've also, you've also just robbed Peter to pay Paul because you've now moved those people who are at outdoor vendings who are only five, six people deep. You've now forced them to go to a sit-down place, which now has a two-hour wait because of a reservation system. We're talking about rides, all right? Come on. <laughs> no, we're talking about crowd We're talking crowd. about rides. Right. We're talking crowd about rides. I get annoyed when there are three people in front of me at Rancho de Zocalo. Yeah. <sighs> you guys. Can't no look guys. Um, reopen the people mover. Yeah. That is a high-capacity ride. Totally. Reopen the people mover. Um, oh, I'm not going to say that one. Uh, stay open <laughs> Stay open later. Why not? Why? why what, what is it? Because oh, it was raised the price of the annual pass. You're stupid. What? It's gonna. It's, it's gonna, not working. Do favor, don't don't say that one. I, well, maybe it is working. We're uh, we're all cutting out. Maybe. Stay <laughs> open until one. Yeah. Until one a.m. Yep. Stay open yep. later. Yep. Uh, cut down on the parades yeah. because that's that that's the most frustrating thing for me is that you have people five six people deep lining up for a parade and it's hard if not impossible to get around them. Mm-hmm. So cut down on the parades. And they do this um, an hour or two before the the parade starts. Yes, they do. Which I understand, parades are, parades are cool, but uh, yeah, it's it's especially down Main Street, it's tough. Uh, and then um, add more big rides, add more things for people to do. Okay, that's what I would do. Yeah, Bev. Okay, I only have a couple. Uh, change the way annual passes are paid for. Either take away the payment plan entirely, or increase the monthly amount so that they have to be paid in full in six months. You don't have to pay one. You can pay the full amount up front. I know, but okay. most but take that option who's away. Who's trying to do that? That's true. Yeah, take the payment plan option away. Basically. Okay. You can't stretch it out over a year. Yeah, that would do to our people uh, for sure. I don't like that. Create, cur- create. Create. You're oh, gonna create. I love it. I love curry. <laughs> like curry and creating. Right. Okay. <laughs> and eating curry. Right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like blue sky in India. A reservation system where you purchase your tickets uh, for a specific date. Uh, and you only allow people in the park who have tickets or passes for that date. So even with our oh, annual geez. passes, we would have to log on, say we are going for these dates, and find time. For, it's like like getting a reservation at Yosemite. Okay. If no. I want to go to Yosemite this summer, I have to call five months in advance to the day to get a, a spot. So wow. no walk-ups, basically. Uh, allow a certain number of same-day entries, but make it a firm number, and it needs to be a small number. And give them away on a first-come, first-served basis. Only sell day of tickets until 12 p.m., Give every single ride a fast pass. Hold on. Let me go back to what you said. Um, the whole sur- uh, sell single days only until 12 p.m. That's a fantastic That's idea. That's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. Thank yeah. you. I'm real smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then give every ride give a fast pass? every single ride a fast pass. Like pirates would have a fast pass. Would have a fast pass. It has Peter Pan. So Walt if there Disney was World. a super long line that you wanted to wait in, or like Peter yeah. Pan is always... At least an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Get a fast pass for that. Uh, always 40 minutes else. or more. It's never Go below 40 minutes. Back. It just, it I keeps you that. occupied. I keep that it just keeps you doing things. Like Fantasyland is my favorite land, and it's also the worst land. It's yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Nothing has a fast pass. Yeah. There's never any movement. Fast pass. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think those are great. That's it. She done. Taryn? Uh, I, I was on a roll. I had a lot out. of them. Um, I, said, <laughs> I like the look that you get where you're like, I had a lot of them. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. And you do, and you do like the no big deal <laughs> lip curl thing. I will say some of mine um, will actually totally um, contradict, one contradict the other one that I just said. 
So I'll make that note. Um, so maybe have one day per quarter that's um, open only to AP pass holders. Okay. Maybe just one park even. Uh, Disneyland's open only to AP holders, and DCA is open to everyone. Hmm. Okay. Once a quarter. One day a quarter. Okay. That's four days a year. Right. Um, uh, conversely, maybe one day per quarter where there's no passports allowed. You can no none of the passports. Work. I wonder what that would do to their numbers. I wonder how many people. I a few years after their annual pass, they had a million pass holders. So that would crush. Their That'd be numbers. an amazing day for somebody <clears throat> visiting from like Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> um, I always choose Kansas. Um, well, it's a good place to choose. Your status. Um, make an addition to the to the ticket or the AP that allows uh, you to get multiple fast passes at once. Um, Universal actually does that. Universal Studios, or at least in Florida, they do. Um, lower the daily attendance allowance. Uh, lower the cost of one park tickets to encourage people. I already said that one. Um, purchase more land and build outside of the original 85 acres, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Recreate or change some of the sleeper rides uh, to accommodate more people and less uh, or less park space. So, Autopia, Submarine, you don't have to get rid of them, but make them smaller. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, no, you, can get rid you know, of them. like they're taking up a lot of space. So, if you make Autopia you yeah. know, a little shorter, you can add another It's a ride good idea, somewhere. but that's never going to happen. People love Autopia. No, but I'm not saying take it, get rid of it. I know. That's a long ride. I know. I well, don't see why it's so long. Well, you remember Autopia used to be two separate rides, Tomorrowland and um, Fantasyland. There were two separate tracks. Yeah, there was Autopia and the Midget Autopia as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've already done that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's Disneyland. It might be. Um, you don't know. You um, don't know his history. <laughs> that's true. Uh, revamp Toontown. Um, don't get rid of it. I think it's cool, but make it a place that people gravitate to, not end up. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. That's a great like, point. Well, it's, you know, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, so reading the, again, People versus Disneyland. There's a whole section on Toontown and the neutering of Toontown. Yeah. yeah. How they actually had it as a, a really interesting place for kids to go, but people got hurt oh, and people mm-hmm. sued. And they totally stripped out anything fun. And so that trolley, we talked about the trolley. Like, it used to run, and now it doesn't. Nothing ever happened on the trolley, but the lawyers were so afraid that something would, they ended it. Without anything ever even happening, they stopped that because people were suing. And then a kid got trapped underneath Roger Rabbit. And that whole thing happened. Yeah. And then, yeah. and so there's, ton- so it's, it's, you know, they, that's the other side of that, of Toontown. I, I like sticking up for Toontown because I like Toontown. It's, no, I think it's, so too, it's, but it's, make they, it better. They, they tried. We'll try again. Right. They didn't do it right the first time. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, I know we've talked about this before, but revamp, um, or get rid of Bugs Land. Um, and my reasoning is because it's irrelevant. When was the last time anybody in this room saw that movie? Uh, I watched it today. You've I never seen it. I watched it a week ago. You've never seen it. Are you serious? Yeah, my kids love it. But you know what? It's the second Pixar movie. It's not relevant anymore. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's so relevant. Honestly, like, no. it, it, it's not relevant. It, it's, Is The Lion King relevant? More relevant. They How? at least have a couple movies. It's terrible. They just had a new movie. I'm just saying, like, Simba's I'm not is making movies. I'm not All saying right. making. Oh, like Will Smith and Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying make it Lion King or Alice in Wonderland or anything, any of those yeah. other movies. I, make it Disney Channel. I don't care. 
Like, I don't oh, care God, what can you, you do. Imagine? So what? It's going to Sweet t- life with Zach and Cody. But that's choo-choo I'm, train. That's the point. I don't want to go to this place. We're all raiding the minibar at 12. I want everyone else going there. That's, yeah. that's the point of this one. I don't care what you make it. Make people want to go there. Nobody wants to go to Bugs Life right now. There's like three stupid rides. Yeah. Make people want to go to these places, and then they won't be in Cars Land all okay. the time. Good. Right. Um... Passion, the passion, the fire. Taryn's lit right now. Because I, wa- I, I want my AP pass. Yeah. They're making See? it really hard. See? That's okay. No, I do, but it's not, I don't want to be not happy when I'm in the park is the problem. And uh, the last few times I haven't been that, it's not that fun. Lulu wants to know why you didn't stick up for Luigi's. Oh, because it sucks. Um, <laughs> why I didn't stick up for it? Right now, while you were sticking up for Toontown. Like, oh, yeah, she knows why. Um... Another one is maybe free tours. I haven't really thought this one all out, but uh, <laughs> but you okay. know they have their pay tours that are very extensive. Right. You get a free thing and a lunch and whatever. But maybe have some free tours and actually guide people to certain parts of the park, and maybe they can change depending on where all the crowds are, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, nice. Better advertising for the shows. I feel like people accidentally get to shows. Nobody. You don't really know when they're happening until you see one going on. You're like, oh, I should go do that. Um, not parades. Everybody know, knows and goes to the parades because they're so visible. But like, like the uh, Aladdin show. Yeah, things things right. like that. Like advertise right. them somehow. I don't know how, but like get people out of the street yeah. Yeah. and doing stuff other than rides. Okay. Um. Uh. Oh, and I noted on there. Um. After we were talking to Matt in the last show, Redwood area in DCA, I think a lot of people just walk right past it. Yeah. Some people don't even know that it's not the hotel. <laughs> yeah, the Redwood area. <laughs> There's like a area. whole thing yeah. in there that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, sorry people, but we need to lessen the amount of Halloween parties because, first of all, they're not that cool. And they're it's not. 17 nights last year. Yeah. The 17 nights. Make it, I mean, and that's that. those are nights that the park closes at 6 and 7. Like, that's crazy. So make it four nights. Well, we have a couple kids. Have you guys been to the uh, Halloween, the Mickey's Halloween thing? No? You've been? Do you like it? You hate it. <laughs> Where you're miserable? You yeah, go ahead. Get on the mic. Yeah, jump on the mic. Get on the microphone right there. Were you miserable? Get closer. Get right on that thing. Get right on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Lean forward. Come on. Why not live? Just get on the thing. Push him, push him forward. You only live once. There you go. There you go. There we go. We couldn't go because of that. Like we couldn't go to that. We couldn't go to Disneyland because of the Halloween party. Because they were closing they were early. So mm-hmm. Okay. And it was. And that bummed you out. Did you buy a ticket to the Halloween party? Like, have you been to the actual thing? Okay. I'm not sure. All Is right. that big of a uh, big enough draw? It's. I mean, they upped it to 17 nights yeah. in October. Yeah. And it still it's, sells out every yeah. year. Yeah. And as a pass holder, you still have to buy tickets. Yeah. And it, they're like $75 tickets or something like that. But is it is it selling out so that people can simply stay in the park, or is it selling out for the party itself? Probably both. The party's yes. not that cool. We bought it specifically <laughs> to stay in the park. Right. Yeah. Well, you had to and to cool try it out. Yeah. We have cool we, we did the whole cosplay yeah. thing, but... Um, yeah, and so I ended this with get over yourself. Because. <laughs> who, who, are you Sorry, ta- what, who are you talking to? Who are you addressing? <laughs> the universal statement. She was uh, staring Disney, at me Disney. when she said what? that, but okay, whatever. No, <laughs> that was, it was in reference to the Halloween parties. Like, just. You're putting so many people out by m- making a few people happy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand that logic. Just leave the park open till midnight. Take four days in October. 
maybe not everybody can go. You're going to make a few people mad, but you're going to make a lot of other people a lot happier. It's true. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, they're pro- I mean, um, how much day. money are they going to lose? I mean, you have to think that. Yeah. I guarantee you they've figured out the pricing for the uh, the party. They're not missing any money. They're charging. You're charging you to no, be there. No, she's by saying they're el- making by more money. eliminating yeah. those right. dates. Yeah, How they're... much money are they going to lose? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Disneyland doesn't seem to me like they enjoy losing money. No. Fact, I think no, they, they, don't. they enjoy hoarding it. They hoard it's it. All mine. Wow. They don't give it. They don't give any away. Uh, I had a couple. Um, stop putting money in the lame overlays. Yeah, that's like, like hyperspace mountain. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of them are really lame. And so you take that money and you continue purchase land around the park. There's a lot of land that Disney owns that they're still, you know, like oh, there's hotels, like the Castle Inn and Suites. They bought that. That's going away. Mm-hmm. Um, take out a restaurant or two and build more milling about space. The cool thing about Disney World is there's a lot of extra space where you can kind of just mill about in a corner somewhere, like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. You're just in a corner walking from wall to wall. Uh, build some of that stuff. Nobody need. I mean, in a lot of these restaurants, there's nobody in when you go into, but there's tons of people in the park. It, it, just take a couple out and put something cool in there. That people want to go see. Extend your open hours. No need to be shutting down at 10 p.m. or 9 p.m. or 8 p.m. Yeah. Uh, even in the fall. Just stay open. Give right. people another opportunity to go uh, to go about. Uh, put some of the stinkers in DCA. Pull some of the stinkers in DCA and make that an area more inviting to classic Disney lovers. Even some exhibits from the archives would be, will pull focus from Disneyland and get people into DCA. I mean, there's the Golden Zephyr. How many times have you ever seen that right. running in your life? Yeah. Rip it out and give, give me some, uh, throw some exhibits from archives in there. That'd be cool. Good idea. That's all. Did we solve the world's problems? Yeah. I think so. We, we, just solve... need to, we just need to get an Imagineer on board. <laughs> Maybe a couple. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Years Up Disney News. I don't know why I planned this much Disney news <laughs> after talking already for an hour. But there's a lot of cool stuff happening. Uh, any high school musical fans in the uh, in the room? That's what I thought. Um, I don't know if anybody raised their hand, so sorry. We have two in the corner that did. Okay, good. Well, this is this is for you then. High School Musical 4 has an open casting call. Oh, good. You need to use the Disney Applause app to submit your video now. The opening casting call has officially begun. The Disney Channel is making it easier than ever before to audition via the Disney Applause app. Young dancers, singers, and actors between the ages of 14 and 17 are highly encouraged to submit their videos. Permission from a parent or legal guardian is necessary in order to participate. Uh, sorry, the deadline is uh, April 18th through May 2nd. So, uh, you know. By the that, time this airs. You'll be gone. It's too late. But uh, for the Disney, <laughs> download the Disney Applause app. It sounds like they're doing kind of more auditions through that app anyway. So, you know, maybe you missed it, the uh, high school musical four, but uh, who knows what can come up. Well, there's always five. I don't think I've seen three. Or two. I've never or seen one. any of them. Or one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, t- I went to high school before. It's not a musical. No, it wasn't. It was I'm like, going to sue actually them. I actually confused that a lot story. with the movie where uh, John Travolta is dressed Grease? up as the lady. No. Oh, oh hairspray. hairspray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as the lady. Oh. I thought you were getting that in Tootsie confused or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's an interesting one from Disney World, and you know, as we know now, that anything that happens in Disney World is, I feel like, a test ground for Disneyland. <laughs> uh, we're about to find out if folks are willing to pay nearly 50 bucks an hour to enjoy Disney's most popular theme park. Disney After Hours launches tonight, offering, uh, this is not tonight, tonight, oh. but 
um, offering a limited number of guests the ability to enjoy several Magic Kingdom attractions and character greeting experiences for three hours after the park closes to day guests. It'll be offered through the next six Thursdays. There's also a Sunday offering on Mother's Day, May 8th. I'll uh, be there. Giving Disney a... Really? I will be there. Are you going to pay 50 bucks Do you want to give me late? 50 bucks to do it and do some research? No. no. Then no. <laughs> Uh, giving Disney a way to gauge if timing is a different differentiating factor. Disney after hours won't come cheap. Tickets run 140 bucks a night, 149 dollars a night, excuse me. And it remains to be seen if the high price alone will be enough to keep access as limited as the theme park giant is promising. None of the seven nights have sold out as of yesterday afternoon. Excuse me, even though the uh, tickets have been on sale since late last month, that's probably a sign that Disney may have pushed its luck here or needs to do a better job of communicating the value. Of the event, Disney's including ice cream novelty treats and bottled beverages at no additional cost to attendees. But 149 bucks may be too dear a price for. F- Pep, I love bottled water. <laughs> I love ice cream. Uh, but 149 bucks may be too dear a price for folks until we get a firsthand experience of all that guests were able to do in just three hours of access. With limited crowds. This isn't the only operating day extending experiment being put to the test. Disney also began selling something called Disney Early Morning Magic earlier this month. The model here is to get guests to pay $69 to enter the park a little more than an hour before it opens. Isn't with, that called Magic Morning? Uh, well, you're paying. You're paying. So this has access to three Fantasyland attractions and a complimentary breakfast. Oh. Well, take the breakfast out and lower the price. Yeah. Well, because breakfast you, is going to take a half hour. What are you talking about? It's available most That's Tuesday and Saturday mornings through the end of June, starting on April 26th. Disney Early Morning Magic also didn't have any mornings sold out as of yesterday afternoon, but that event's been on sale for a shorter amount of time. Um, uh, interesting. I have to cut in because I had this idea, and I forgot to say it, to have midnight at the park tickets. Great. So from midnight to 6 a.m., you have a whole different... Uh, you could buy a different a different ticket. That's a good. That's Not a bad. Yeah. That's good. Good job, Taryn. Thanks. Speaking of Disney, uh, speaking of uh, Star Wars, excuse me. Thank you. Uh, Disney has six Star Wars movies planned through 2020. Jesus. And here they are. Uh, The first new, okay, blah, blah, blah. The Force Awakens takes place 30 years after Return of the Jedi. We all know that for sure. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, uh, featuring the, uh, wait, what am I talking about? The First Order has risen from the Fallen Empire, and the Resistance, or Resistance, (laughs) is fighting back, featuring a group of characters from the original trilogy alongside a new team of young rebels. The Force Awakens is the first in a trilogy, in addition to that series, three standalone spin-off films make up the anthology series. Rogue One, oh. the first, will hit theaters December 16th, 2016, and has a new trailer. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> put on our Facebook page if you don't want to dig around for it. Uh, a Han Solo original film, or Han Solo origin film, excuse mm-hmm. me, and a Boba Fett film will round out the series for now. Not sure how I feel about those yeah. two. Yeah. I really don't think everything needs a bloody origin story. It doesn't. It just, But it might be really great. I have no idea. So uh, here's what you can expect in the next four years. Um, I don't know. This article's stupid. But anyway, there's, uh, there's three lot. or four new movies. A Boba Fett origin story? That, That's going to be boring. It's going to be really weird. short. Yeah. Um, this article is telling us that phones, not Magic Bands, will be the future of Disney's My Magic Plus. And I'm very interested because there are rumors that Magic Bands are either being tried in Disneyland or are coming to Disneyland shortly. Yeah. 
Magic bands uh, adorn the arms of millions of Walt Disney World visitors, giving them quick access to fast passes, hotel rooms, and credit card accounts. I loved them when we were in Disneyland or Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Walt Disney Company's other theme parks, guests will someday likely enjoy similar conveniences, uh, but through the swipe of a smartphone. The Magic Band is a microchip. We all know what it is. Because technology keeps moving onward and improving, we're looking at all different ways to expand the program, both in Orlando and our other theme parks around the world, Bob Iger said at last month's shareholder meeting. It won't necessarily be through physical Magic Bands, since mobile technology and personal mobile devices can offer a lot of the functionality that a lot of the bands we create offer. Smart man. So they don't have to create the bands anymore. They don't have to. because And you get the bands for free. Like when you get your tickets, they give you the bands. So I guess it's not free because they, they, probably, they probably load the tickets and the, the price into the, into the bands. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting, man. Um, on Sunday, apparently changes go into effect to make ordering fast passes more efficient. Guests will be able to reserve more than three fast passes per day, Taryn, on their phones. So they're already kind of driving some of this technology access to phones, which is cool. Um, I don't. I, I I would like something like that for the parks, for uh, Disneyland for sure. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I I thought it was super fast. Yeah, I liked I it. I really enjoyed it. I just I didn't like the way that you had to change or reserve your your fast passes when you were in the park. Yeah, you had to go to the kiosk because the app didn't work all the time. Yeah, that was dumb. Which but it's technology, I guess. The concept is great. Yeah. Speaking of great, Disney's The Little Mermaid is coming to the Hollywood Bowl with a live orchestra. Ooh, they're doing a lot of those things. I like they it. They really are. Uh, the phenomenon of screening popular movies with a live orchestra is heading under the sea. I get it. With The Little Mermaid, the 1989 Disney animated favorite. The screening is set for June 4th and will feature celebrity singers provide, uh, performing alongside a live orchestra and a chorus. Also set to appear is Alan Menken, who composed the score for the movie. Singer Sarah Borelli's will perform the vocals for the heroine Ariel, a young... We know who Ariel is. Come on, bro. You <laughs> stupid... <laughs> <laughs> David Ng, contact reporter for the LA Times, you dummy. Sorry. Uh, Daring Crisis will sing the role of Eric, the human prince with whom Ariel fought. Anyways, uh, spoke, a spokeswoman for the event said the doors would open at 6.30 for an uh, audience costume contest. That's kind of fun. With a concert event beginning at 8 o'clock. 71-piece orchestra, dude, with a 12-person choir. That is not bad. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. man. Uh, Rebel Wilson is supposed to be Ursula. What? Are you kidding me? Are you serious? I don't know who that is. Uh, Fat Amy from uh, uh, from Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect, yeah. That's... Guess who's never seen Pitch Perfect? Are you kidding me? What? What? Both of you? Raise your hand. Who hasn't seen Pitch Perfect? <laughs> oh, look at this! Oh, you guys are missing out. You are not Aka awesome. A, I have a feeling we're not. <laughs> Beth, there you go. Stop! Stop <laughs> with your high fives. Speaking of high fives, Terrence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Snow White's <laughs> estranged sister, Red Rose, is the focus of a new Disney film. No. Yeah. Snow White's story will get a revisionist rework with Walt Disney Pictures approving a film focusing on her estranged sister, Rose Red. The new film was pitched uh, by Evan Doherty, <laughs> based on a revised script by Justin Mertz that transposes Rose Red into Disney's well-known Snow White tale. What? According to an article on Thursday by The Hollywood Reporter. I'm deeply offended. I feel like I, because of this, I want to not renew my pass well, next year, too. Well, okay, so here we go. Rose Red, <laughs> Rose Red and Snow White were featured in a fairy tale by the Brothers Grimm, but that adventure was unrelated to the Snow White depicted in the classic 1937 Disney animated film Snow White. 
So she kind of already existed. Uh, Snow White's estranged sister, um, Rose Red, will undertake a dangerous quest with Grumpy after Snow White bites into a poisoned apple and falls into her sleeping death. Again? Or... So, yeah. What? I, uh, no, it sounds like it's... Or like she just... Like they're parallel. Or they're trying to like stick her in the story. Yeah, it sounds like But then parallel. she just never goes to see her sister. She's kind of rude. I don't know, I guess. Well, she's but the grumpy was there. I don't know. Uh, Doherty <laughs> previously wrote the screenplay for the 2012 <laughs> fantasy film Snow White and the Huntsman, which I liked. That was pretty good. Um, he also wrote, this is where it falls apart. He also wrote the screenplay for 2013's Killing Season. I don't know. And co-wrote 2014's Divergent and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be amazing is what you're saying. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. weird. Divergent was good. I like Divergent. It was fine. I, I, I'm I not smart enough to follow it, but, you know, well, whatever. We just couldn't get from the first one to the second one. Well, right. I couldn't follow the, the jump. I didn't understand it. Good. It was fine. Sure. Anyway, I'm sure I, I knew you guys would be excited about that. Yet another spinoff. Um, I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, you can in the Disney parks are having a Chewbacca challenge. Ooh, I kind of like. That. Can you do the best Chewbacca impression among your friends uh, and family? No. <laughs> no. It's called. No, I cannot. It's called the Chewy Challenge. Sam's actually really good. At these. Really? With, well, your Sam's Sign him up. Sam's best Chewy growl could win a trip to Disney parks. The contest runs through April 25th. The best Chewy growl will win a trip for four to either Walt Disney World or Disneyland, and a special meet and greet. With Chewbacca. We have someone in the studio that wants to try to do it. <laughs> do it. Go, Go for, for it, it bro. Do it. You got it. <laughs> no, hey. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. He's going to get ready. All right. Don't screw it up, bro. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> That's, That's good. That's pretty good. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Well, good. dude, enter the <laughs> Chewy Challenge, man. You might win uh, a trip for four to either Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Uh-huh. I would I would pick Disney World if you win, I'm yes. just saying. I've been to Disneyland a hundred times. Though. That's kind of funny. You know, we, when we were at the Star Wars experience or whatever, the Star Wars landing bay or launch pad or whatever, we tried to meet Chewy and the line was like 50 minutes or something like that. Yeah. We're like, mm. To meet a guy in a costume. Yeah. But it's Chewy. It's Chewy. Chewy. Walking carpet. Remember that time we met Thor? Yeah. Oh, Thor was amazing. <laughs> He was handsome. He was handsome. He was a tall man. He wasn't. If you remember, he was rather short, but his heels he were like three foot right. heels, dude. He was a tiny boy. And I'm like, <laughs> towering over Thor. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. I can reach the high shelf. Um, speaking of movie sequels, it's just the show of segues. Uh, James Cameron announces Avatar will get four of them. Oh, my God. No! No one even cares about the ones that haven't happened yet. Why is it even getting on land? There's in a, Florida. Yeah. At I the, never saw this movie. At the no, t- me either. I liked it. It's a, actually a really good movie. It's not a bad I'm movie. I'm sure it is. I but, dug it. But they're taking too long. No one cares anymore. At the 20th Century Fox panel at CinemaCon 2016, director James Cameron took the stage as and as he has at other events for the past several years, started talking about Avatar. I feel like the author really wanted to say, started rambling about Avatar, but... The editor got it. The director announced there will now be four sequels in the Avatar franchise instead of the previously announced three. Uh, the stuff that's been developed is really far beyond the first film, Cameron said, of the work they've been doing for prep uh, for Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5. Well, yeah, you think it's really far beyond wow. the first film? They're called sequels, bro. Yeah. You continue <laughs> the story beyond the first. Like, Come on. And the movie was like seven years ago. 
The new release dates for the films are still planned for Christmas time releases. Now for 2018, 2020, 2022, and 2023, the films will each stand alone, but also connect in the larger world. <laughs> cool. Uh, new concept art was f- uh, shown featuring new creatures, vehicles, and new looks at the mystical world of Pandora. There you go. Cool story, bro. Yeah, little little depression for you. <laughs> Uh, is that it, Taryn? Is that it? Or is that it? We don't have a thinks? No. No, no thinks. Okay. I don't think very much lately. There was no thought. <laughs> no, she's There's real no busy. Thought. I also have to use the restroom real bad. Okay. So we're going to do the fact of the show, and we're going to get out of here. Of all the animals that Disneyland had in the now-defunct petting zoo, thanks, Star Aww, Wars Land, I miss it. Uh, none was more odd than Hemingway, the German Shepherd Lab Mix. A dog in a petting zoo. Adopted from the local animal shelter, Hemingway was put on display for kids in the petting zoo and even walked in parades. However, the dog was a bit unpredictable and kind of aggressive. (laughs) And two weeks into his new role, he attacked a small child, thus ending his career. Rest in peace, Hemingway. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for sticking with us. We'll see you in the parks. (laughs) 